Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Hello there. Happy Monday on a gray Monday, but we'll do our best to brighten it up for you. It's the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And of course, uh, as the other shows have done today and will again tomorrow, we also have a pair of tickets to give away to the sold out Project Down and Dirty comedy show mm-hmm. have you uh, have you two selected an hour the hour today um, well, something pick an hour five o'clock hour five o'clock hour yeah, five okay o'clock hour. five yep. o'clock hour we're gonna give Thus, away the tickets yeah i found out listening to the morning show today yes. um, that uh, it's 2100 seats at at mystic lake and you should bo- fully be prepared to be zinged and zunged um by tomatoes by jason I just think that there's going to be a little zinging. At me? Just our show. Oh, at our show? And maybe Donnie Love or something. I don't know. He seems to not be, you know, he confessed how much he hates it, the project Down and Dirty, but this one he's not afraid of. But the more he was talking, the more nervous I was getting for everyone involved. 2,100 seats are a lot of seats, Lori. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and they're, you know, and, and as Jed Apatow told us last week, the chances are of humiliation... And failure very high. as high as, right. as success. The success. Mm-hmm. So we'll just see. All right. You're going to start with that. So, but our weekend claim to fame. Has anyone got a good one? Anyone? 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 Bueller? Well, I know you do, but I went, I I had a cool day. I went up to Anger Park, Tower Park in Duluth. and went Anger, on a, It's called Anger Tower, Julia. Anger Tower. Anger Tower. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful up there. That's my place. And, and went on the Lake Superior Voyager hiking trail up and Bike. down for quite a few miles. And, you know, on bikes? No, on foot. On foot, yeah, because it's foot. both. They have both. And it starts at like Spirit Mountain and it comes out all the way by like Lake Superior on the other end of Duluth. There's a reason why uh, Duluth got best, remember, got best biking city. It like replaced Portland or something. It's kind of amazing. Outdoor city too. Outdoor, yeah. yeah. The trail fun. was really, it was really well, you fun. Went, you know, that has always been my place that I always would take uh, any, the boys when they were little, my sister's kids, or if my other sister would be in town with her kids, we would always have to, we'd have to go to Park Point yep. and Anger Tower because it was just something fun because you can... It's it beautiful. beautiful. You can walk around the Buddhist garden, garden and the and Japanese garden. We could bring gone. a picnic. Yeah, it's beautiful. Up unless, on top. Yeah, unless they were like four or five and then we'd like try and get them to McDonald's as fast as possible so they could tumble around and we would, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah it was so fun. Yeah, fun. Yeah. And was it cold? It was it was nippy. Yeah. 
But once you get moving, because it's up and down, up and down, and down. It, you yeah, warm fine. up, but it was nippy. Yeah. 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 How about you, Donnie? You got to be shocked. I uh, I went to a distillery. What? You don't, you don't drink beer. beer. I know that. Well, this wasn't beer. This was spirits. Ah. This was a spirits distillery. It's uh, I wrote it down. Wander North Distillery in uh, Northeast. We've I've got... never even seen you drink a drink besides uh, wine. Well, I had one that night. It was with uh, Get Ready to Make Fun of Me. Every time I bring up our couples group, you start making peach. fun of me. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So it was peach. Group, what was group. it? A fuzzy navel. Uh, it was a white Russian. Same, yeah. Okay, a dessert drink. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah, if you're not I, I, watching I your... I didn't know what it was, so... Are you, you know. kidding? You've no. never had a white Russian? Not in... Not that I recall, but you've, you've... I may have blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, you could if you drank enough of those, or you'd more likely get sick. I just had one because I was driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember but when was, those... Um, Oh my God! Oh, the Colorado Bulldog. My stepsister drank white Russians, and oh. I mean, she drank them by the gallons, and she just kept getting bigger oh and gosh. bigger and bigger. And I'm like, Tina, <laughs> you've got to have a different drink of choice, yeah, because these she, have le- these are loaded with calories, calories. like having yeah. you know milkshakes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. A funny. Oh gosh. So he gave us a tour and explained how they make all the different spirits, and it was he did a great job explaining how they, yeah. make the, you know. What, how bourbon is different than whiskey oh, and Lord, federal I'm, 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 I'm snoring already. I'm, I'm going to need. Yeah. I'm going to need a bench while the rest wow. of the tour wow. goes on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what's your claim? To <laughs> no, fame? but that's just kind of funny because you. We've known you for a long time, and you have never drank anything, anything. besides rosé. I, I, I usually don't. I know. I, I know it. So yeah, out of my comfort zone. Uh, why, God, my weekend claim to fame is I went out all weekend and I cleaned all weekend. I did both. I was, I was going out at night, like Saturday night. I went to O'Gara's. How much Linda fun was, was it? there? All kinds of our my talk people were there. The saying, last weekend of O'Gara's in St. Paul, yes, as we know it, and it was sold out. It was the Gear Daddies on Saturday night, and I wasn't sure because honestly, you guys, I am a pack rat. That is what I discovered, and so are my two bonus kids, who I thought I had all the junk in these two spare rooms. It wasn't you. Au contraire, there was quite a bit of. Um, uh, high really? school, junior high stuff. What? I ended up filling two tubs for both kids. Right. And they're out of there. You know, yeah. and I remember my dad doing that to me, but oh, I was like mom. in my 20, I was like 20 when he, I, I, I just moved down here. I didn't get that long of a Oh, my mom gave us a long time. She did. That was she nice said, of her. She said, I'm sick of moving this stuff. You yeah. guys have to come and get it. Yeah. So I, so I like, I mean, I went to Menards and got organizational crap and, you know, Casey yelled at me because he had to put together a garment closet with a zipper, you know, that, because I wanted my coat sure. to be in something. Oh, nice. Okay. And, and, you know. That's he, really hard. Oh, oh my. I, I took one look at the box and I thought, well, Casey will know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, but this morning he was not amused when I asked him to pack my parka coat in the little sleeping bag thing and zip the hood on it because um lori's got a wounded wing i've got a wounded wing i had to write out her check to american express today i thought i heard everything i had to take dictation (laughs) from lori today and type with my tennis elbow my arm isn't working i understand yeah i know we both have tendinitis we're falling apart anyway well i was coming going through these rooms or finding things then i started finding photos and then I started, I just took a break. I got to be honest. I laid down on the, in the carpeted bedroom. My body just hurt. This was yesterday because I seriously, you will not believe how much stuff I got, you know. Just getting rid getting of boxes rid of and, after boxes. And just going through stuff. But I found some funny pictures of Casey and I was showing Paul Felipe. I got my hair cut. I got my hair blowout for the, the, the week. Big, the week. Uh-huh. 
And I showed him Casey in the army with his 27 inch waist. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, that's Julia with a mustache. I can't believe how much those siblings. So we posted that. Oh my gosh. Anyway. And it is. Unfortunately, it, you guys, we do look alike. You're, you guys really, really do. And then I, I don't know. It was just, it, it was the little break. You know, sometimes you come across a box of pictures or something. Oh, it's so fun to sit and look and reminisce. But I had to keep going. I mean, it's seriously was a lot of work i came across a card because i was looking through my cards this weekend to get a card my uh-huh. sister's birthday is this week and i was looking for cards and i came across a card that apparently i never sent to my dad oh my gosh but it then had wrote out yeah and it was from um julia bill and baby will oh my god isn't that sweet? i mean that's how old that was wow with a picture inside and i was yeah. just like oh yeah yeah and you know what else i came across mm-hmm. A check that I'd written my girlfriend's daughter two years ago for high school, and some lady for found graduation? it in Duluth at the side of the road by a garbage can and mailed it back to me. That? My friend's <laughs> daughter has no manners. She never wrote me a thank you I note. I don't even remember. So then now I'm like, okay, now I'm awkward. Do I? Do I? So I just... I. I took a picture of it and I sent it to Rachel and I said, look what, look who never gave you. Of all people. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, no, I cashed it. I'm sure. And I said, no, this, I just (laughs) found this in my spare bedroom. Wow. (laughs) That's funny. So I think I owe her $50. Yeah. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah. Or whatever the check was for. But yeah, we were just Did you go Friday night? Yes, we went to uh, we had a dancing date night at the Eagles to a good uh, Cajun band, and once again I had on my dance shoes and I was spinning and feeling like I was winning. <laughs> you went to Grand Jeté for your I dance did. shoes, where I bought mine when I was in, with dancing with the Twin City celebrities. Yeah. They have beautiful shoes there. Well, it, yeah, I know makes of, all the difference. Makes, if you can you can twirl easy. Yeah, oh, Julia, I I felt like and Casey is got so good taking seven weeks of dance lessons. If you know, it's only Ooh, seven good, weeks. Good I mean, that is commitment. Yeah. Hello. And he went like twice a week and he Did spent he like six hundred or seven hundred dollars for your birthday present. To learn how to dance. That's and now so he sweet. just wants to dance with me all the time. That's so sweet. <laughs> Lori, that's so sweet. It is. Okay, listen, when we come back, uh it's uh two stories we can't get enough of. Wish I didn't drink all of that blast first. Wish I made it to homecoming. Got up the curse to ask her. Wish I would have hey everybody, out. thanks for hanging out with us. Donnie, we gotta play You Surprise Us with Rainy Days and Mondays just for a chance to have the Carpenters. Just wanted just to throw that in somewhere. Uh, yeah, just put it in. Just sprinkle just, it in today. Okay. It's a little digital flavor. Uh, digital okay. seasoning. Digital seasoning. Just for a Monday. Sure. When I was cleaning out, though, I did find a, a thing like from our first year, and I tweeted it out. Our first year on the air, yes. you had dark hair. Yes. Yeah. Donnie. Had less gray. Looked like his son. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there I was, I'm still being a rocker chick. I actually had okay. a tube top <laughs> and a netting on <laughs> and know. blue glasses. But those were the little glasses, remember? Yes. Well, it was, you know, 2002. We've already done that phase yeah. now. Yeah. Anyway, I had to, I had to do that one, but I came across some photos of us that for the first couple of years of appearances we really did a lot of appearances yeah, to get the word out yes oh lori we were everywhere someone someone said that they'd been with us since uh, callie's convict and christopher okay do you know how much i miss the readings from callie's convict we got the book right here i know we still have, have callie's it. convict and then i found all these little notebooks we used to take notes on tv shows 
like of what a real housewife would say or somebody would say on something right. or something you would, I have all these little notebooks of wisdom like I you know I mean I don't yeah. know what why I saved all these or why we did it if it made us help us tell stories or I don't know I don't know one lady tweeted us she said you girls are like uh, casseroles you're just getting better with age <laughs> Or stale. I've never heard casseroles stale. described Either that have I. I know, but <laughs> I, I just think it's a compliment. I, I did too. <laughs> you know, really. A little hot dish in the afternoon. Yeah. Well, you got to see something, so you went over to deal with my mom. Yeah. I mean, not deal. Yeah. You went over and gave my mom like a beauty. I gave her a facial. A because She's I got aphasia, aphasia. And so she really, you know, sometimes the conversation is hard. And I thought, I'm going to pamper her because... You know, if she's anything like, I mean, I know your mom takes like she always buys groovy glasses and yep. always has stylish clothes and stuff. But there's always some corner that people cut. And I always think it's facial. I, she <laughs> loved it and said, Lori, Lori, that Lori, she's something. And I said, I know she is. She said she did it. Ling Ling. And I'm like, oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. I can't wait to find out what that is later. <laughs> yeah. No. But when I got there, she was like. Almost, if your mom could have done a cartwheel, it was the ninth inning, Joe Maurer. The Minnesota Twins, twins game last yesterday. Pitch, and your mom is like a true blue Twins oh, fan, man. And know, she was so excited. And I mean, I got choked up watching it. And I, it was perfect. It was like the last two minutes of the game. Yeah, yeah. And then we looked at the video of his daughters running out when yeah, the game started. So yesterday was the last yeah. game of the season for the Minnesota Twins. They won 5-4 over the Chicago White Hot, White Sox. And Joe Maurer, who has spent his entire career, he's yeah. a St. Paul boy, on the Minnesota Twins, closed out his 15-year major league career. Is he going to retire for sure, basically? Um, I Spend the of... money and have fun with his kids? Well, if he doesn't, it would look pretty odd after I think what so happened too. yesterday. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so, so yeah, what happened right. is he hasn't played. You know, he started out as the catcher. He was the kind of one of the first people that won the MVP as a catcher in major baseball or something. I mean, like, he... He's so good. He's been so good. He's had his steady. Up, steady Eddie, and he's had it in since 20, I believe, 13. He had his final concussion as a catcher, and then Whoa. he moved to first base yeah. and could no longer catch. So yesterday, in honor of him, which appears to be his final appearance as a Minnesota yeah. twin, is that his um, twin five-year-olds came out and hugged him at first base, mm. and his wife is pregnant with what appears to be their third child. Nah. And then he, um, they arranged that that he could come out and catch one pitch. Yeah. As, yeah. And put See. on his former catcher gear, which everyone knew him as. And it was so emotional. There was a five-minute standing yeah. ovation for him. It was, and if you haven't seen it, it's really emotional. And, you know, it's so unusual to have um, a national sports um, person who plays on a national sports team. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find Find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay with one team their yeah. entire oh, career. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So he could have done better, gotten better offers, gone other places, but he chose to stay here. And I think he also realizes and I don't think I'm out of school here, he takes up a lot of the payroll as well. Right. And so his contract was up, and I think it's a perfect time to go away. Well, you know, here's but what it, Phil Mackey okay, um, what did he say? Uh, said on Twitter yesterday, the general lack of appreciation for how good, valuable Joel Maurer was for the better part of 15 years still bothers me. Fans always wanted more rather than appreciate him for his attributes. I'm glad he was properly acknowledged today. One of the greatest twins ever. Ever. Yeah, yeah. sure. So anyway, well, here. And it was weird when he took off his hat to see gray on the yeah, side of his head. Yeah, I yes. think of the kid. Remember when I met him for the Kemp's ice cream commercial oh, day? I do. Oh, my gosh. All right. He anyway. was a got milk or yeah. chocolate milk with no, his mom. No, it was Kemp's. Kemp's. It's about the cows. It's about the cows. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You were all excited. I was thrilled. Thrilled to meet him. Okay, well, this is really, a, uh, as long as we'll keep it to feel good, this was a story that GMA ran. There was just so much, you know, sad news of the Indonesia and all the people there. They just, like, found a feel-good story. And it's, Wonderful. It's football, Julia, so we're really keeping it to sports. 18-year-old Jamal Speaks finally got to suit up again thanks to his determination and his teammates who refused to leave him behind. This is the moment Jamal Speaks thought would never come. Back on the field after he was sidelined from his high school football team, not because of injury, but because he was homeless. It's a blessing to be in this uniform again. The 18-year-old running back used to light up the field. Check out his 65-year dash and touchdown from a couple of years ago. But this season, as he was about to play his first down for Baloo High School, his own principal announced he would not be able to play due to a residency violation. I just want to play ball. Jamal had been sleeping on various friends' couches with no permanent address because his father died and he is estranged from his mother. His team revolted against the principal's decision, staging a 45-minute protest. I knew him for a long time. We just wanted to join our team again. The community also outraged, rallying around the high school senior. A local city councilman set up a GoFundMe page that has raised almost $25,000 for Jamal. One woman, inspired by the young man's struggle, donated $10,000 herself. I wanted to do something that would really... um, help him get to where he wanted to go. And this week it finally happened. Jamal was cleared to play, helped leading his team to a five-point win. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much. I just want to stay out there from the bottom of my heart. I just got chills. The Covenant House, Greater Washington, has offered Speaks a home for as long as it needs one. And even better news for you all, as you know, Jamal is a senior. Temple University has offered him a spot on their team. Wow. So it sounds like Jamal will have a home for college that as well. Awesome. That's, uh, that's so sweet. Two feel-good sports stories. Yeah. I, was just, I was just like, yay, you know, because it was just like, oh, my gosh, you know gloom and doom. I mean, it's just been... I was like, thank you, ABC, for... And Lara, Give us a little sunshine, and Lara, Lara for Spencer. digging and finding like a really good uh, supportive community story and kid. And anyway, when we come back, oh gosh, we are going to be talking to Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Ryan Colbert. No relation I, to Stephen. I think it's Colbert, but double. I'm going to call double. him Colbert. Okay, that's yeah, fine. Okay. Thank you, Lori, for filing. <laughs> We're going to call him what we want, Donnie. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Stop. I can't shut it down. It's going viral. 
This is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. web. Trending online this afternoon would be Kanye West. His new album was supposed to come out on uh, Saturday. However, it's been delayed until November, apparently. He still has some work to do on that. I thought it was Ye now, Y-E. Is that his new name? Yay. Oh, it's pronounced Yay. I think so. Oh, sorry. Okay. Don't want to call him the wrong name. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda trending. Miranda is reprising the role of Alexander Hamilton for 24 performances of his musical Hamilton, all happening at the University of Puerto Rico. And these performances aim to uplift the area ravaged by Hurricane Maria. Also, Rocket Men trending. The first teaser trailer for the upcoming film dropped today, providing a look at Taron Egerton in action as Sir Elton John. That movie, Rocket Man, described as a musical fantasy, is out in May of 2019. Also today, by the way, October 1st, the internet's celebrating the first of the month with some spooky vibes, Halloween memes in full effect, and also today is the beginning of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. That's what's trending here at my talk. Weather is brought to you by Belladere Med Spa, cloudy. Just the way I am. Maybe I might get a little nervous. Maybe I don't go out anymore. Feeling like I really don't deserve this. I feel nothing like it was before. Cause all I wanna do is just hold somebody. But no one ever wants to get to know somebody. Alright, welcome back everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us today. There's a little Charlie Puth. He's gonna be on Jimmy Fallon, I think, tonight. Um, we are delighted right now. We have Ryan Colbert with us who plays Dr. Victor Frankenstein at the Guthrie Theater's new play. Playing with Fire that is now through October 27th and we were just talking about it and I I went out and got you Ryan in the lobby and I go hello Frankenstein (laughs) and of course you forget who the heck is Frankenstein but it's the doctor not the monster Dr. Victor Frankenstein yes the creature the creature creature is a whole nother he's the beast he's the animal does he have a name well, in our script, in Barbara Field's adaptation, the older version of the creature is titled Creature. Mm-hmm. And then there's a younger version where you see actually sewn together and created, and he's titled as Adam, and oh, which is a reference like Adam to and Eve Adam and Eve, Paradise Lost, which is a big text yeah. that's referenced throughout the novel and throughout our show. So it's, it has a name. It's tenderly Adam. Yeah. You know. Ryan, okay. I love your accent, whatever it is. I mean, do you... Minneapolis. Really, oh, yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, you sound really... <laughs> what whatever, I don't know. Oh. You sound very... I don't Not know. Not St. Paul. I like your cadence. I, I like how you talk. I'm a trained I can do yeah. I, well, I can do anything for you if you want. If you want, I can do a Southern Frankenstein for you. <laughs> can you? Can you do an Irish one? A little Irish, sure. What? I like a Dublin. Yeah, a little Dublin. Uh, Frankenstein, yes. Oh, my God. I made them. I'm very right British. British. Uh, okay. Sure, right. Okay. Uh, maybe like Tom Hiddleston. Maybe something deep and sultry a little bit. Right, right. Is that good for you? That was really good for me. Andy, is that, Mm. do you think, uh, like, is that the handiest thing an actor can do is be able to be fluent in in being able to change It's a great tool. It's a great tool. Especially, uh, you know, in the program I did, the University of Minnesota Guthrie BFA Mm -hmm. training program, they they give you all these dialects and they train you to do classicals and and a huge repertoire of things. And you'll often be asked to do like a British RP or some sort of thing. What's an RP? RP is like what you would hear in Pride and Prejudice or mm-hmm. sense and celib- sense and sensibility, oh, something it. like a little more proper, old school, not really spoken in, yeah. the, in like the common English tongue mm-hmm. now. And the way you do that is to just practice and say it out loud and do parts. And, and is that yeah. what you do? Okay. Well, you learn, you learn, you learn the vowel sounds, you learn the simple changes, and as long as you're consistent, you yeah. can fool most people. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's it's pretty simple. You got to turn your tongue a little bit sometimes because some are weird. Some you know sometimes you're thick in your own yeah. accent. It's hard to shake. But. So yes, it is. <laughs> Trust me, I can do no other accent besides ours. I know. No, Ryan, in this plane with fire. So are we like in? Set the stage for us of where we are, like in the world and what's happening. Is it olden days of, you know, 1800 or when? Oh, is yes. Okay. Oh, yes. So it's definitely 1800s. Mm-hmm. And the place starts in the North Pole. It's an Arctic tundra. You see two men in full coats just standing in this desolate wasteland with this huge, gorgeous rock ice sculpture. And the whole thing really takes place in the Arctic tundra. Um, and throughout the story, you get these fever dream flashback memories that burst into the space. And that's where you meet me, young Victor. Mm-hmm. Um, and young doctor. Young doc- doctor, Victor that, Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Thank yes. you. Some mm-hmm. respect on the name. I, yes. I, I am yes. giving so. you respect, <laughs> doctor. Um, but so it really, it's, it weaves throughout the um, Geneva, Switzerland, mm-hmm. as well as Ingolstadt, which is where Victor Frankenstein studies. Mm. Um, and, you know, does his, all the galvanism and the anatomy as well as physics. And he combines all these, these schools of thought and these wells of knowledge yeah. into this one creation. Um, but really, the whole thing revolves around these two men in the Arctic, kind of having this very cerebral philosophical discussion about morality and the responsibility of a creator and as a scientist just because you can does it mean you should you know and so i think for people who who know the book they'll mm-hmm. be really pleased with the the intellectual discourse that takes place yes um and, and there's a lot who to don't know the book and just know sort of the modern day whatever. yeah i think i think they'll Same be thing. in for a real treat for a real treat of a, of a monster that's really highly intellectual and not the grr arg yeah. frankenstein but to mary shelley's novel Shall I get a ton of crap for writing this book? Well, don't like you remember, a, No, but, but for being a woman and write, writing the... I mean, I just wonder for the time if if that caused a hullabaloo, if you know. Well, I, kn- I know that she was, you know, she was in the company of other great writers like Lord Byron, um, who's maybe one of the famous, mm-hmm. most famous writers at the time, and her husband, Percy Shelley. And this novel, this this story came about when they were kind of famously in like uh, in Switzerland, and there's like a big stormy night, and they're challenged each other to write the best like spooky ghost story what? kind of thing. And I don't think anyone in that room would have guessed that Mary Shelley's was the one right. that would go on to live two hundred years. Right, right. Um, That's and amazing. it was you must I have been you must have been gone when because it's just this year that we're celebrating the two hundred two hundredth anniversary. Of the Book of Frankenstein, you know, mm-hmm. writing of the book, and mm-hmm. that and originally she it was published under Unan, uh, um, another name or yeah, anonymous. anonymous. I mean, and then people thought her husband wrote it, and she didn't get credit, but then she did get finally get credit, and yeah. she, you know, it's a classic. We, you must have been. I must have been gone, but uh-huh. I didn't know that story about the three writers and coming oh, yeah. up with the scary. And she just had the best idea. Yeah, and it took. And you know, in the climate of the time that they're writing in, science was really evolving. Like there was this so whole fast. shift of. Yeah, she was really writing about the technologies at the time. People really like French Revolution. It's a real thing. It's referenced in the book and referenced in our show that people were taking the decapitated heads of the French nobility and applying static electricity to reanimate. And they wow, were, yeah, they were, and then they would be burned alive because it was, you know, this whole sacrilegious thing to yeah. to touch the body to deal with a dead body this way. So it was really wrapped up in what was going on in her world. So is rich it, people so, have tried to live forever <laughs> yes, for a long have. time. <laughs> this is nothing yes. new. Oh, We've yeah. just gone to freezing. <laughs> So if you're just joining us, we're talking with Robin, Ryan, uh, Ryan, Ryan's cousin, mm. Ryan, Ryan Colbert. <laughs> Be quiet. He's, he's playing Dr. Victor Frankenstein and playing with fire based on 
the um, the book Frankenstein, and it's going to be at uh, the Guthrie Theater through October 27th. So as far as an audience, because you're talking about the conversations um, going back and forth between the Dr. Frankenstein and the creature, and the creature kind of questioning, why would you make me mm-hmm. if I don't have a heart, if I look odd? I'm, I mean, I'm just imagining yeah. some of the questions, so I think it would be fascinating. But as far as the age group of people, is it kind of, 13 plus i mean is it there anything about maturity that you need to understand the story sure sure i think there is a, a physical violence and a, and a sexual violence advisory i think they the guthrie puts forth yeah. something like 12 and older okay. uh, but we have had younger like i think we've had some eight-year-olds come and Whoa. it's nothing too grotesque yeah. it's right. really it's a nothing very violent there is a there's a couple deaths yeah. and there is a body hacked to pieces yeah. in a very theatrical way right um, okay but well, it, I, it, as far as the age range goes, I think there's there's so much to chew on uh, that no matter where you are in your understanding of the book or mm-hmm. your your how studious you may be, you you'll definitely find something. To really, to, do you love this? Do you I love this do. role? Oh, it's so much to chew on. There's only six of us in this show, mm-hmm. and so we are all keeping this ball in the air between the six of us in an 1100 seat theater. You know, there's yeah. really no time to turn off. Mm-hmm. Um, and as an actor, as a young actor. Um, I get to celebrate this rich arc of Frankenstein when he's, you know, 16 or so and his mother dies and then, you know, about to go to college and then in his laboratory and grave robbing and piecing together a monster and then all the events afterwards. It's a really rich thing to to, to digest and chew on. As an actor, so yes, a lot of fun. I'm How just, delightful I to meet like you! I feel like the camera loves you. Like, have you been in? Where's the camera? Is there a camera? There not, oh yeah, there's a camera, we, but we forgot like, on screen. I can see you being. You know, like I feel like you would be very photogenic as far as um. Well, Lori's when, casting when, you I'm in your casting. next movie. I know, movie. please. I hope all the casting directors Bill are Polad, listening. Bill Polad, if you're listening, we've got a raw talent right well, here. Um, thank you. How old are you, Ryan? I'm 26. Okay. Has mm-hmm. has an agent told you to shave off like four years yet or anything like that? <laughs> No, I think I'll be playing high schoolers for a good while. I know you really do have a yeah. baby face. Mm-hmm. But yeah. being six four, it's this weird yes, <laughs> thing of navigating. Yeah, that's being true. so tall but looking so young. Yeah, mm-hmm. and how when when you got to be six four, what age were you? Oh God, I was six foot in eighth grade. Great, yeah. Just I, I mean, so there was a four more inches to go, yeah. but it was it was a pretty yes. <laughs> distinct shift yeah. between seventh Did and eighth. Did people grade. pressure you to play basketball? I was just uh, gonna say basketball, but I I never played basketball. I was so good at soccer, actually. Yeah, you oh, were good. that. Yeah, I played sport. soccer. Yeah. yeah, I played I played for South High School, um, which is where I went originally before switching to the St. Paul Conservatory for Performing Artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Minneapolis boy, and I definitely love my sports and I love the theater, and then it just theater kind of one out yeah that's good you know i think that was that's probably a better idea it seems like it would be more fun i think it'd be exhausting getting kicked in the shins all oh time. Lori, you're so <laughs> don't knock it you try it that was great unbelievable i know it i know it i know be it. exhausting to be kicked and it'd be, it'd be way more fun to act and you know. i mean something about both what i loved about sports yeah. and what i loved about theater is the friendships that i made yeah um and you know the room for play and and what theater did for me, though, was introduce me to mentors mm-hmm. um, that allowed for uh, a different exploration of, of self and, and you know, to realize, yeah, you can have feelings as a boy, you yeah. know, very much. I was raised by women, always very a sensitive kid. And mm-hmm. like in the sports culture and, the, and all of that masculinity, you're kind of told to be a rock and not ever show that. And what I loved so much about storytelling and all that was that like, oh, no, we can. Every human has a wealth and a massive range of emotional yeah. li- life and 
um, it was an opportunity to explore all of that through investigating other people's circumstances and the stories of others. So it's also building empathy at the same time. Yeah. Oh, we are bedazzled oh, by you. You're delightful, <laughs> Ryan. Oh my gosh, you're just darling. Thank you so and no. so much for coming in. And oh, I know people are going to want to go and see the play Playing with fire. I mean, you make me want to go see it. We have till October 27th, and it just was wonderful to meet meet you. And I just. Don't forget when you see us on the red carpet to say hello and remember oh, that you met us. Okay? I always remember a face. <laughs> okay. But thank you for having me, really. It's a Absolutely. pleasure. Thank You're delightful. You. Thank you. That's uh, Ryan uh, Colbert. 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 Not related uh, to Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert, even though I said you were. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. And thanks to the Guthrie for uh, having Ryan on. And when we come back. Um, uh-oh. Double, there's- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A, there's a musical riff, Julia. Talking to myself and feeling old Sometimes I'd like to quit Um... By the way, before we get to the celebrity rift, I know you were up north, so you're probably kind of blissfully not connected and looking at anything because you were enjoying the great Northland, you know. Oh, I put, I, I'm telling you, the lake, you know, I ended up at the cabin. Yeah. And um, it was so still yeah. and so beautiful. I it love was like fall. Saying goodbye to summer. I was, yeah. Oh. It, was it still, is so pretty. It's the How trees the were colors? changing. Okay. Okay. Not all it's, the way, but there was it was beautiful. Yeah. The reds were red. I mm-hmm. mean, it was perfect. Yeah. It was just so lovely. And lovely, could, lovely, yeah. lovely. Yeah. So we probably have a couple more weeks mm-hmm. to get up north. Okay. Well, Definitely. This, this uh I'll just say this. Okay. Kanye West was a mess on SNL and social media all flipping weekend and i think we will let this say everything we have to say about the whole kanye and the divorce papers might not be far behind i'm I'm just telling you he was just a hot we don't even have to talk about it yeah okay nope so that's all we have to say about that he really he he just, there's, yeah, he's just, he's just a he crash. Just, but he just does junk for the reaction, and I'm sick of giving him the reaction. Yeah, so that's, we're just going to play that's that That's our anytime. new, when we're talking about him, that's. We'll just play that. Yep, okay, then good. we don't have to talk about him. I like it, I like it. Okay, so two, here's, I, we kind of forgot about this. Okay. So Frank Sinatra's widow, Barbara. Yes, yes. May be continuing her feud with her stepchildren a year after her divorce because or no her death or her death excuse me her her estate is auctioning off the art and memorabilia that Barbara had and the home that she because it wasn't a real lovey really, there was a lot of bad blood and I'm talking about Tina and Nancy Sinatra and and this was their stepmom their stepmom okay and so there was. For decades, bad blood between the... Barbara and the stepchildren. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the stepkids. Because Barbara was 
I don't know. Maybe they never liked you from the get-go. Who the hell knows? You right. Know? But everyone was older when all they got together. Okay. So, so the, this is the final bleep you. Uh, Barbara was married to Zeppo Marks before she married Frank. And she left everything to her son, Robert Marks. Okay. Okay. And there's like 300 objects, including all, all her jewelry, which, of course, Frank gave Barbara. Okay. And photos of the Rat Pack. Scripts for from here to eternity and Ocean's Eleven, a Norman Rockwell portrait of Sinatra. Um, all this stuff would be sentimental value to his children, his daughters, right. right? Right. So she left Nancy and Tina out of her 2012 memoir, Lady Blue Eyes: My Life with Frank. The sisters were not invited to Barbara's funeral last year. And Frank Jr., their brother, died in 2016. Remember that? And it was a two-way street in Sinatra, all or nothing at all. The 2015 HBO documentary that Nancy Sinatra executive produced, Barbara, who was married to Frank for 22 years before his death, was barely mentioned. And a family friend said that Barbara was unfairly blamed for forcing Frank to work at the end of his life. His daughter thought that she needed the More lifestyle, money. whatever. Right, right, right. So he retired about four times, but he missed the applause and he'd come back. So bad like many blood. other people we know. Yeah, bad blood between between those guys. But uh, yeah, I mean. But he wanted to still um, perform. Yeah, but he left all this stuff to her. and maybe To his wife. To, to his wife. But I mean, you know, this is the kind of thing that people need to think about when they have stepkids. Yeah. Well, this is an interesting thing. And they really and when do. you own property. Own property, anything like that. That if your kids want it, you know, you really have to be specific so the new wife or the new husband doesn't... We know many a people that this has happened to where one family... It has the wealth. Yeah. Someone marries into that family. The original person dies, and then the step or whoever it is yeah. gets the wealth then and just gives it to his kids or her kids. Right, right, right. No, no, no. It's it's a real, it's, it might be, it might be, you know, sound like rich people problem, but it happens in smaller doses Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah. It could be I, something that would be super sentimental to you and I or something, and our parents married someone else, and then their kids got it. That would really bum me out. Listen, I'm going to tell you a little story. Please. Ooh, We've got time. A man named <laughs> Sam. No. I've got a story about a man named Sam. Went to the drugstore, and he I get, I get them wrong. I get them wrong. Yeah. So my, my dad, yes. a rebound married a woman like, I swear, nine months after he and my mom broke up, after sure. like a 16-year marriage. So, you know, we were not exactly, like, thrilled, you know, his kids. Because it's like, hey, bear, you barely know her. Right. And she was very kind of, I want to be your stepmom. And exactly what you don't want to hear when you're 16, 15, 13. I mean, it was just too much. Yeah, it's we're going through enough trauma. Uh, yeah. So anyway, but he gave her, because he and my mom did not have, they they were really mad at each other. Yes, about yeah. Yeah. He gave her all of my mom's jewelry. He did not. Yes. He did not. He did. Oh, that my mom boy. didn't have with her. Mm-hmm. Like he said, you know, and I don't think, listen, it's nothing. It was like Major. rings. My parents, when we lived in Japan, my dad, they went to Vietnam, they went to Thailand, they went to Hong Kong. They traveled Southeast Asia, and you could buy jewelry for nothing. Sure. Okay, so aquamarine and topaz and just kind of some really unique, 
different kinds of jewelry. Mm-hmm. So he gives it all to this lady. And she says, I'll give it to you girls when the time is right. And I thought, when the time is right, you're not going to last. You're not going to last two years. My, this is the lady that was, you know, my dad didn't tell us she was missing a leg. Oh, part of a leg. that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's yeah. not the one who had to wear the motorcycle helmet. No, he didn't no. marry her. That <laughs> okay. was just a... Well, I don't know what to no, get. We've got to keep the story straight for the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I come downstairs, my sister and I, after my dad marries her, and she's, you know, there's crutches and... And, and a pant leg pinned up, and we had no idea that... That is unbelievable. <laughs> that yeah. your dad wouldn't tell you something as big as that. Listen, they didn't know each other that long. Anyway, and they weren't married. I How think long they, were they married? I think they were married for maybe... I don't even know. I've kind of blacked it out. Maybe four years. <laughs> four years? She three was, or four years. She lived in your home? Yeah, but I was in college, right. Julia, and I, uh, I was busy having fun, and yeah, I was I hardly ever home. Right. So... It didn't, it had more, you know, but anyway, she left with the jewelry. And did you ever get it back? Oh, no. She always said, oh, I'll give it to you, but we don't even care. And that's but how, that is the truth, though. You see that happening. Oh, we'll give it to you when the time is right. Yeah. Well, no marriage. Sometimes things don't last. That's right. Anyway. That's a good story, that's a good though. story. Uh, by the way, people were sad this weekend. Marty Balin, who's founder, one of the founders of Jefferson Airplane, died. He was 76 and... He, people loved him. Pamela McNeil said he was such big influence. And right. so I don't know if Donnie I knows don't even more know about who him. He is. But you know Jefferson Airplane. One yeah, song. We take this city. We no, found no, this city. No, 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 no. That's White much Rabbit. Later. White Rabbit, somebody to somebody love. Somebody to love. Oh, Jefferson I'm, Airplane. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jefferson who the Airplane, hell? then Jefferson Starship. Yeah, Starship. White Rabbit, yeah. yeah. Anyway, he died. So people yeah, were all right. sad about him uh, going. And then Donnie posted the whole trailer for Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. The Elton John biopic. I gotta say, it looks really good. It does look good. It looks really good. Take a look at it, you guys. Oh, I, I, I never got to my other music feud. Oh, well, there's always next hour.